Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9-0 crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. Welcome back, Yankee fans, and this is a special bonus episode of the Chase for 28 podcast. If you live under a rock, maybe you don't know, but the Yankees have acquired Kansas City Royal outfielder Andrew Benintendi. The Yankees announced that they acquired Benintendi from the Royals in exchange for the following minor league players. Right-handed pitcher Chandler Champlain, left-handed pitcher TJ Sakema and right-handed pitcher Beckway, three guys who I've never heard of. But from what I did in terms of research, we're talking like prospects, you know, 27 through 35, somewhere in, in that range. All right. So here's a little bit about Benintendi. He's 28 years old. His slash line is 320, 387, and 398. He is 111 for 347 this season. He has scored 40 runs. He's got 14 doubles, two triples, three home runs, 39 RBIs, and four stolen bases in 93 games this season with Kansas City. He was an American League All-Star just this year, just a couple of weeks ago. And he enters uh, today ranking second in the majors in multi-hit games. He's got 34. He's first in the American League, and he's fifth in batting average, and he's third in the American League. He's tied for seventh in hits. He's tied for second in the American League and eighth in on-base percentage in Major League Baseball. And he's fifth in the American League. He's a left-handed hitter. He's going to look real nice in Yankee Stadium, taking a poke at that short porch. So we can certainly expect maybe some home runs in the second half of the season. He has reached base in 31 of his last 33 games. And uh, that's since June 14th. He is batting 360. He's 14 for a 125 with 19 runs, four doubles, a homer, 17 RBIs, 16 walks, and four stolen bases. So he's starting to run of late. That's good to see. Benintendi has also hit safely in 19 of his last 22 starts since June 27th. He was a Gold Glove Award winning outfielder in 2021 and he made 89 starts in left field this year and has not made an error in 164 total chances. His 40 outfield assists since 2017 are tied for fourth most in the majors over that time period. Over seven major league seasons with the Boston Red Sox from 2016 to 2020 and the Kansas City Royals, he has a career batting average of 280. He has scored 382 runs, has 160 doubles, 17 triples, 71 home runs. 
He made the postseason three times with the Boston Red Sox from 2016 to 2018, where he hit 272 with 18 runs scored, five doubles, two homers, nine RBIs, and five walks in 21 career postseason games. In 2018, he started 13 of 14 playoff games for the Red Sox during their World Series campaign. Now, what's he going to look like with the Yankees? I am thinking, and now you might be wondering, where's AJ? Well, this episode is a little different because AJ and I are working two different schedules, so AJ's thoughts will be coming up just after my thoughts. So you are going to hear from both of us. But where is he going to fit in with this Yankee team? On Twitter, uh, somebody had asked, and I kind of put it out there, that maybe this lineup could look like Benintendi batting third. That's right. I think he could be batting third, where you've got LeMahieu leading off, Judge batting second, Benintendi batting third, Rizzo batting fourth, Stanton, when he comes back, batting fifth, Torres, Donaldson, Trevino, and IKF. Now, why would I bat Benintendi third? Here's my theory. He's got a high batting average. He's hitting over 300. He's batting, you know, 320. All right. The way I, the way I see it, that's a guy I want batting third. You give him the option, not the option, but you put him in a position that if you got a guy who's hitting, you got Judge and LeMahieu potentially there on base. Now you're going to score some runs because he's going to get some hits. If he's hitting and getting on base, then you got Rizzo and Stanton coming up behind him. So you got guys on base for them. Plus he's a left-handed bat. So, I mean, if, if you go back to the old Yankees of the late nineties and early two thousands, maybe the lineup looks a little different where you're kind of bouncing back and forth between the lefties and the righties. But this is a better left-handed bat than Joey Gallo. And obviously it's July 28th as I'm recording this. So clearly the Yankees aren't done because now they've got a lot of outfielders and I don't see the Yankees hanging on to Joey Gallo, nor should they hang on to Joey Gallo. So look for Gallo to be moved by the August 2nd trade deadline. And in my opinion, if you've now brought Benintendi to the Bronx, that kind of takes the Yankees out of the trade for Juan Soto sweepstakes right now. Who knows what happens if he gets to free agency in a couple of years, if he eventually winds up being a Yankee, but that's a conversation for another day. Now, let me turn it over to my Yankee podcast paisano. AJ, what do you think of the Benintendi move? What's going on, Yankee fans? Uh, AJ here. So we got our first big trade of the 2022 season. The Yankees go on and get Andrew Benintendi from the Royals. Now, during the show, a couple episodes ago, I, I was back and forth. Uh, I know Benintendi is a great player. We know this from his Boston days. The guy can put up numbers. He can do a couple of things. Uh, he's having a great season right now with the Royals. So I'm excited for this. This is something I think could be beneficial to the Yankees as they now have a corner outfielder who should be able to hit and should be able to play. Uh, Chris had mentioned his, his line and the things he's doing. Obviously, he's a 300 hitter. He's not really hitting for power, but he's putting ball in play, doubles, uh, a couple of triples here and there, and he's got a couple of big hits and some RBIs to go with it. So that's all we really need as the Yankees. 
We need a guy who's going to get on base. We need a guy who's going to put the ball in play with a little bit of pop. And a guy who's going to steal some bases. Now, is he going to be like IKF when we're looking at that, where he puts balls in play like that? I don't think so. I think Benintendi has the ability to put the ball in the gap. I think he's really got some power behind him. I'm not sure why his power numbers are so low this year, but maybe that's a couple of adjustments. Maybe in Kansas City, he just wasn't getting the lift in the ball. Uh, maybe here he will. You know, having some home games, he's got a good home stand uh, for the Yankees right now. Maybe he puts one out and gets into a groove of playing in New York. He's done it before. He knows what it's like. He knows what the fans are like. He knows if you, if you do well, we're going to root for you. And if you don't do well, we're not going to be there. You know, guy's coming from Boston, so he's got that experience. Um, so I'm going to let this one play out. Uh, again, I'm a fan of it. I talked about the vaccination status, and I'm not judging any decision anybody has, but I really, really hope that when it comes later in the season, or when it comes playoff time, the Yankee way will get into Benintendi's mind so he understands how important this is. And I'm not saying it because of the virus or anything. I'm saying it's strictly because of baseball. I want this guy on the field. If he's going to put up numbers that are 320, 49, 50, 60 RBIs at that point, that's a guy we need on the field at all times. I feel like we're going to see Toronto in the playoffs. You know, I'm a skeptic here. I feel like the Yankees are going to grab that number two seed. So, you know, when they reseed for the playoffs, I think Toronto is going to be there. So I, I really hope, beyond hope, that this works out for us, that, that he's able to play. One of the questions that was asked of us and, and, and you know, something that popped up on Twitter and uh, shout out to the Marv Zone. Thank you, Marvin, for, for your uh, your voicemail. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But um, where, where where do you see Ben intending now? So tonight, as I'm recording this, I just watched the game and I got it done. Today is the 28th, so Ben Intendi's first game. He's in the leadoff spot. I don't think I like him in the leadoff spot. I don't think that was really the ideal spot for him in his first game. I'm sure the nerves were there, and yeah, you want him on there, um, get him in the batter's box, get him to feel a little bit of a flow, but I don't think that was right. Um, I understand DJ didn't play tonight, so it was a good place for him, but I don't think the leadoff spot is the best place. Chris likes him in a three-hole. I don't think that's the best place either. I don't think that's who he is. I like him at number five. I really like him at number five, and that's five with a healthy team. So if Stanton's there, you know, put him after Stanton. I think that's a good good move. You know, middle of the order, get things moving, because we understand that the bottom of our, our lineup has been a little weak. I think having somebody like him there, maybe getting on base, maybe moving over on a couple of things, I, I think it's, it's a good spot. Um, Marv, you mentioned... The seventh spot, another good spot, but I don't like him that low. I, I, with what we've seen from our guys, they're not getting on base. They're not producing. I don't like him that low. Um, I'd keep him in that fifth spot. And again, I think I'm comparing it to where DJ was. because I think DJ was in that fifth spot earlier in the season when he wasn't leading off. I think DJ leads off, Ben Intendi in the five. And then if it doesn't work out, we swap those two. Boone can swap those two. Let's see. But I am a fan of this trade. It is going to cause some issues for our team. And I don't know exactly what the move was here with Ben Benintendi, but we have an abundance of outfielders. We have way, way too many outfielders now. And uh, I think we understand what that means. And somebody's going to have to go. And it's going to have to be Gallo. Hicks is kind of coming on a little bit. 
Um, Gallo is just not, he's just not doing anything. Struck out again twice tonight. Um, he's just can't, he just can't make moves. Uh, we just dropped LeCastro with the Benintendi deal, but I, I, I see Gallo on the move. And it's unfortunate. I try to defend him as much as I could, but you know, that batting average is creeping lower and lower every time he gets in there. And it's a bummer. You know, it was a good deal last year. Would we do it again? I mean, yeah, you can't let a guy like that just kind of be. Somebody was going to grab him. I'm glad the Yankees got Gallo last year. It's unfortunate that it's playing out the way it is. Uh, we expected more. He probably expected more, too. It just didn't work out for him. So it's a bust. And, and that's, that's going to be on Cashman. You know, we gave up a couple of prospects. Not sure what those prospects are doing right now. But it, it looks like, based on that trade with the Rangers, we're not going to have anybody. Right? Both the guys we got in those deals are now going to be gone. And I, I really think it's going to be Gallo. I know Boone loves Gallo, and he's got this blind loyalty to him. But I think it's time to kind of let that go. Um, does this mean we're out on Soto? I didn't think we were in on Soto to begin with. I really never thought that was going to happen. It would have been a, a cool thing to see, but I don't think they want to part with that many guys yet. If this was next year and he's still available, I think they go get him at this time next year. And they really put a huge package together. But I, I don't think we're getting Soto now. But I don't think anybody's going to get him because the Padres seem to be in, but there's no deal. So we'll see. Um, hopefully, at this point, as we're looking at this now, going forward, July 29th, we still have a couple of days for the trade deadline. We got to get pitching. We got to get that pitching. We need that starting pitcher, whether it's Montas, whether it's um, Castillo. If there's somebody else out there that they have their eye on, we got to get a starter. And it's got to be a one or a two. There can't be anything else. That's what we need. That's the direction we have to go in going forward. Um, I was reading an article today that the Mets seem to be interested in, in Roberts. Um, Robertson, and then they are going to get Contreras as well if they make that deal. So we, we may lose out on that one, and that's okay as long as we get our number one piece to make this team complete, and that is a starting pitcher. So with all said and done right now, on the 28th, I'm liking the Benintendi deal. All right? I, I, I know I was kind of going back and forth. I said we can go with him. I said we can go with Hap. Hap is obviously out, so we're not going to go with that deal that Chris and I were talking about the other day. We got Benintendi. Let's make this thing work. Let's see how he does. Don't overreact on his first day here, and he's 0 for 4. It was a bad night for all the hitters. The Yankees had two hits in the entire game. They had two hits and one run. So, let's put it together. Let's see what he can do on Friday. Let's see what he does over the weekend. Let's keep cheering for him. Let him know that we're behind him. Because I really think there's a lot of talent in Ben Benintendi. So, with that, let's go Yankees. Let's make these deals. Let's change up this team. Let's get the chemistry back going in the right direction. All right. Good thoughts, AJ. Good thoughts. Now, this again was a bonus episode of the podcast. We want to thank you for listening to the Chase for 28 podcast. Our next regular episode is going to come your way on August 1st. If you want to send us audio feedback, you can do so by August 1st at 5 p.m. Eastern. Send us a voicemail. Go to chasefor28.com slash voicemail. And if you haven't done so already, tell a fellow Yankee fan about the podcast. Thank you for listening. And if any other trades happen between now and August 1st, which there most certainly will be, 
we will try to bring you another bonus episode or two before the trade deadline. That's it for now. Go Yankees.